Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Longshot is a production of McClatchy Studios and iHeartRadio. Previously on Payback. The female athletes are using their platforms in ways that we have never seen before. The Players Union demanding an end to what it calls systemic abuse plaguing the NWSL. It's like, I have my dignity and I'm tired of the bullshit. He would be like, why are you playing like crap today? Is it because your son was up all night? We won that year. We had no business winning, but we did. And I think it's because of like the joy of the game. She breaks a scoring record. She's a golden boot champion. She's working below minimum wage in hopes to make that national team. Growing up, I wanted a sibling. Whenever I'd blow out candles on my birthday, write a letter to Santa for Christmas, or throw a penny in a fountain, I would always wish for a brother or sister. Isabel Rockaway is 18 years old and has been fine-tuning her essays for college applications. Here, she's reading me one of her admissions essays. This wish soon became a reality and my life changed forever. Jessica and Jeremiah weren't my biological siblings or even adopted siblings. They were simply a single young mother and her six-year-old boy who were seeking a place to stay. At the start of the 2017 season, so much in soccer seemed to be going right for Jess. She'd added an NWSL title to her championship resume, and she'd earned a little playing time for the U.S. women's national team. In Jess's life, however, the difficulties have rarely seemed to come on the soccer field. At home, the challenges of being an overworked and underpaid single mom were catching up with her. She started coaching Isabel, and that's how we met. Isabel's father, Dan Rockaway. As we got to know Jess, we got to know her story as well. And it was a sad story. I just felt like if this were my daughter, I would want to be there for her. So we try to provide, you know, the best support system 
that someone like her could have. In a career of off-seasons filled with second jobs, it was the connection Jess found with one particular teenager and her parents that would alter the trajectory of all their lives. Dan and Marta Rockaway, I call them my North Carolina family, literally like a mom and dad to me. And they have a daughter, Isabel, who I call my sister. I was coaching there for a while and we just got like super close. We just became one big family. By the time she met the Rockaways, Jess's career arc had been a case study in perseverance over trauma and adversity. McDonald got in behind. And the soccer world was about to see what a difference a little stability could make. From the Charlotte Observer, Raleigh News and Observer, McClatchy Studios, and iHeartRadio, this is Payback. I'm Alexandraev, and this is Part 7, Smooth as Butter. I mean, the war between the sexes could become an Armageddon if we don't get on with our revolution. During Jess McDonald's tryout with the U.S. women's national team, the question of equality was once again on players' minds. As late feminist Betty Friedan put it, more than 40 years prior. But if we do get on with it and we restructure society to make equality really possible, then I think the war between the sexes will end. After years of battling the U.S. Soccer Federation, largely behind the scenes, for what they believed was fair compensation, the women's national team players launched an aggressive new stand. Today, five of America's top athletes filed a federal complaint charging that soccer pays women a pittance to win world championships while it pays big to the men who lose them. In 2016, Alex Morgan, Carly Lloyd, Megan Rapinoe, Becky Sauerbrunn, and Hope Solo collectively filed their federal complaint with the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. It was a landmark moment in the modern iteration of the U.S. women's team's fight for equal pay. Currently, when athletes play in World Cup games, qualifiers, and non-competitive friendly matches, they're paid a base annual salary. And if they make the World Cup roster, female players receive 44% of what their male counterparts earn. Lloyd spoke on the Today Show. We've proven our worth over the years, and we want to continue to fight. The generation of players before us fought, and now it's our job to keep on fighting. Their federal complaint would have limited financial impact on National Women's Soccer League players like Jess, who are just trying to make the national team at all. But the ripple effects had the potential to be substantial for NWSL management and its players. When U.S. Soccer agreed to subsidize the formation of the NWSL, it created, in fact demanded, the league act as a pipeline for current and future national team players. U.S. Soccer agreed to allocate national team players to NWSL teams and pay their salaries. In return, the vast majority of those players were mandated to be part of the league. Having those big names on the field obviously benefited the NWSL team owners, but it also set up an uneasy control structure in which those national team players were employees of U.S. soccer, not their NWSL teams. They were not part of the NWSL Players Association, and any sort of disputes or work stoppages those national team players had with U.S. soccer were entirely outside the control of their NWSL teams. Meanwhile, their NWSL teammates closely watched for whatever concessions national team players could extract from U.S. soccer. The rest of those NWSL players were pushing for their first collective bargaining agreement, exactly as the U.S. women had first done in 1999, and moves at the highest level of the sport had the potential to cascade down. 
I've played this kind of trivia game with folks to kind of orient where women's soccer has been and where it is now. We met Megan Burke last episode. She was one of the old guard players who was part of the first two failed women's professional soccer leagues. She finally hung up her cleats and went to law school. Today, she's returned to the game as the executive director of that NWSL Players Association. Do you know what the league minimum was that the veterans of 99 fought for in 2003 in the WSA? I'm going to say it was pretty low. I mean, was it under 10000 This is the interesting part of the history of women's soccer. It was $25,000. In 2003, do you know what the league minimum is in NWSL 18 years later? Twenty-two, right? $22,000. That's wild. Wow. That's what I talk about with our players is we need to know our history. We need to know who we come from, where we come from, where we've been, and where we want to go. The NWSL players, like Jess, certainly wanted increased pay as part of a collective bargaining agreement with the league. But they also wanted increased protection and control over the kinds of trades that saw Jess play in Chicago, then Seattle, then Portland, then Houston, then Western New York, all in her first five years in the league. That weighed on Jess's mind through 2017. Early 2017, I make the She Believes Cup roster. So my first tournament with the U.S. team, and we won the tournament, which was really awesome, and I didn't get a call back. Unfortunately, those national team camps that spring didn't lead to the big break Jess had hoped for. I think we saw a lot of really good things. It's too early for me just to look at relationships and who this pairing is going to be. Publicly, Coach Jill Ellis said there was plenty of time before she would finalize the U.S. roster for the upcoming World Cup. Here she is speaking at a press conference that summer. I gave myself nine months, and we'll come out of the back end of this and then have a pretty good idea in terms of how we start to formulate how this team looks. But privately, Jess was preparing to close the book on that World Cup dream. I haven't been back in camps. And so I was satisfied enough at that point because I got my chance. It didn't work out. Okay, at least, you know, I took my chance and I tried, did everything I could. At this point, I've accepted it. There was so much to be said about Jess as a trailblazing journeywoman in American soccer, even if that was ultimately her legacy in the game. So Jess told me she once again became determined to make the most of her time in the NWSL. The upcoming season was going to be the first time she'd been with the same team for more than a year. But that's not to say the same city. Despite winning the league championship in 2016, the Flash had struggled to grow attendance since the launch of the NWSL. So in a stroke of luck for Jess, the team was sold to an ownership group outside Raleigh and relocated to the Tar Heel State. The Western New York Flash would become the North Carolina Courage. Our team had got bought, and I'm like, okay, we're going to North Carolina. This time, before the 2017 season, Jess couldn't wait to relocate. This time, she felt like she was going home. If I had gone anywhere else in the United States, to be honest, I don't even know if I would still be playing because I have a support system here, this is my second home, I'm playing from my alma mater. It doesn't get any better than that. We'll tell you about that after the break. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, 
You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Long cross headed back to the middle, palmed away by Harris. Chance for McDonald. She scores. The North Carolina Courage arrived in Carolina just weeks before the start of the 2017 season. Jess McDonald, her first of 2017. That included Jess, teammate Lynn Williams, and head coach Paul Riley. Late in my reporting for this podcast, In an explosive report by Meg Linehan of The Athletic, two former players of Riley's on the Portland Thorns alleged that Riley had verbally and emotionally abused them in Portland. The Courage released a statement that said, quote, When we hired Paul, we made perfectly clear the expectations of the job and the values of our club. And from what we know, he has lived up to those expectations. End quote. The Courage said that if anyone had information about Riley behaving otherwise during his time with the team, they were encouraged to come forward. No one has. At least not that the public has been made aware of. Dahlkemper's delivery headed by Ursang, hits off the crossbar, and it's buried by Jess McDonald. Jess maintained to me that Riley's coaching led her to further improvement as a player once the team arrived in North Carolina. Jess McDonald had the opener last week. She gives the courage a 1-0 lead. In this May 2017 matchup against the Boston Breakers, Jess scored the only goal and simultaneously broke the NWSL scoring record with 33 career goals. Well, she is now number one on the NWSL all-time goal list, a championship last year in Western New York, and now her second goal this season. But as much success as Jess was finding in the league, her primary motivation came at home. My son has sat in my training sessions as a baby, like in his stroller by himself. He was never a crier or anything like that. He slept 12 hours a night, which is, you know, a relief he still does to this day. Man, thankfully, I have such an easygoing kid. Lynn Williams again. When he was younger, he used to travel with the team a lot, which was pretty cool. I think it's definitely a unique way to grow up around a bunch of women soccer players. But I think that it just shows respecting women. And you can tell that he 100% does. And I think we need more little boys like that. 
When things are working for me as a mom, I'm like, okay, things are going to be working for me on the soccer field as well. All right, here we go. Everything's just smooth as butter. And the reason why I have fun and I want to perform at a high level is because I need to show an example for my son. That's my motivation. That's what inspires me day in and day out. I think that society has made people feel like being vulnerable about being a mom is bad when it, it shouldn't be that way at all. Jeremiah also inspired a reunion with Jess's mom, Tracy McDonald. By the middle of 2017, Jeremiah was five, and nothing brings a family together like a grandchild. Besides, Jess could use some help at home. Here I am, this new, like, single parent, pretty much, just trying to figure it out. And so I called my mom, because I'm like, she's a grandma now, you know? And I didn't want to keep that from Jeremiah. For Jess, everything had changed for the worse that day she says Tracy hit her back in high school. Even 20 years later, Jess said their relationship had never really gotten better. But by 2017, she was ready to move on from the past. And there was enough room in the modest apartment Jess was renting with her monthly housing stipend from The Courage. So the timing felt right to reconnect. She came in the middle of the 2017 season, and whenever I traveled, you know, she stayed here with Jeremiah and took him to school and, you know, took care of him while I was gone. And Jeremiah loves her. They were super close. McDonald is there again, and it's our second of the game. That 2017 season, McDonald and the Courage made believers of their new hometown fans. Jess McDonald finishes on the doorstep, 3-1, Courage in control. Maybe none more so than people Jess would come to call the closest family she's ever had. In many ways, the immediate family she never had. My name is Dan Rockway. I consider myself Jess's North Carolina father. I'm Isabel Rockaway, and I would consider myself Jessica's sister. I am Martha Rockaway, and I am her Colombian mom. In 2017, Isabel Rockaway was bit by the soccer bug. A courage game at Wake Med Soccer Park seemed to Dan like a great father-daughter experience, even if the father wasn't entirely sold yet. I was like, I'm going to go because I'm taking my daughter. And then we had these seats by the goal. And I remember they were warming up and they missed the goal and the ball came flying by us and hit the seats where we're sitting. And it was so loud and powerful. It scared me. I was like, wow, this is some hardcore stuff. I'm like, this is a perfect example for Isabel, our daughter, to see powerful women. And on the field, Jess in particular was unmissable. Five foot ten, signature long dreadlocks and a canvas of tattoos with a relentlessness that kept her in the center of the action all the time. Forget simply being powerful. Jess seemed completely fearless. You know, I don't watch the men's team too much. I feel like the men, they just roll around the ground, they try to get a foul, they act like they're hurt. And when I see the women fall, they hit the ground, they get up, and they start running harder. The Rockaways watched as Jess helped Carolina win the 2017 League Shield, awarded to the team with the best regular season record. And Jeremiah became a fan favorite, showing up at his mom's matches dressed however he liked, which was often like a superhero. Everyone knows that Jeremiah is Jess's son and all that stuff there at the game. It's like he shows up in all these different costumes of like a Batman suit on or Spider-Man suit. Jess helped lead the courage to the 2017 championship game where they lost to the Portland Thorns. The Rockaways went all in and bought season tickets for 2018 in the owner's box level at Wake Med Park. A few months later, the courage held a small fan celebration for all the upcoming season ticket holders. I remember Jess was over in a corner and Isabel was like, I want my picture taken with her. And I was like scared to approach Jess. She's 5'10", she's got tattoos, she's built. 
And I remember like kind of walking over with my head down to, hey, can we get your picture? And she just smiled and she says, yeah, let's take a picture and everything. We didn't even know her. And it's kind of cool because I still have those pictures. It's a sunny and cool Saturday afternoon in Cary, North Carolina, where Sky Blue FC opens the 2018 season on the road. By the start of the 2018 season, Jess had helped lead her NWSL team to back-to-back league championship games. Jeremiah had just turned six. She felt at home there in North Carolina. And at least on the field, life was good. Ahead for McDonald! Jess scored her first goal of the season with this stoppage time game winner against Sky Blue FC. North Carolina in the 92nd minute stuns Sky Blue! 2018, I'm like, oh, I'm feeling good. I'm 30. Ah, no injuries. You know, like nothing hurts. And so 2018 was an incredible year for the North Carolina Courage. We lost one game that whole season. That's just so unheard of in the WSL. McDonald in space. Can she beat Bezos for the second time? She does. Just scored another game winner two matches later against Seattle. And it's McDonald with her second goal of the season to put North Carolina up. I remember in the middle of the summer, I went up to Paul Riley and I asked him, I was like, what do you think my chances are of getting back into a camp? Jess felt better than ever. She was playing better than ever. And since she'd gotten a tryout with the national team a year earlier, maybe, she hoped, it wasn't crazy to think she might get another shot. He was like, Jess, I just, I don't see it happening. They're already stacked. They've had this same team for so many years. You know, they've got in my position... Alex Morgan, Carly Lloyd, Tobin Heath, Megan Rapino, Kristen Press, Mallory Pugh. It's hard to even compete with that. I was like, dang, okay. Not, like, whatever, you know, I had my chance. And clearly, I didn't make it. And so, went on in 2018 still with my head held high. The Courage were thriving, on their way to breaking the record for most goals scored in a season, with 53. By early July, Jess had scored six of those goals, one of the best individual marks in the league. But then, she stopped. Jess didn't score another goal for nearly two months, until the final game of the regular season. She started every match that year until July 14th, when she suddenly didn't play at all. I remember I called her once, I'm like, what, what's going on? She wasn't playing too well, and she was coming off the bench, I'm like, what's going on? Here's Phoenix College coach and friend, Dave Cameron. She wasn't starting on her team and stuff because she was struggling at home. As Jess remembers it, Tracy had overstayed her welcome and was becoming an increasingly destabilizing force in Jess's home. And for once, adversity off the field wasn't translating to success on it. Behavior changes started with her. What I would see when I was a little girl. This time, it wasn't just Jess seeing the mood swings in the drama, but Jeremiah too. I'm like, can you just like leave? And she just refused to leave. I'm just trying to figure out like, how can I get her out of the house? And I had to call my dad to come and save me initially. So my dad came to North Carolina while she was here. And this is his first time ever witnessing her in this state of mind. At one point that summer, Jess told us she had to call the police to try to force Tracy out. She told me one of the most horrible things that a parent can ever tell their child. In front of my then five-year-old, what she told me on this evening of July 31st, 2018. I will never forget this date for as long as I live. 
She told me she wished she had flushed me down a toilet when she had the chance. My mother told me that to my face. I just didn't want anything to do with her at that point. Throughout our reporting, we tried multiple times to get in touch with Tracy McDonald. But after a brief scheduling conversation ahead of our Arizona trip, she stopped answering our calls. Since then, the only thing we've heard of Tracy is this voicemail greeting, recorded by Jeremiah, likely about three years ago. You reach my granny, she's not available, leave a message. Bye. I'm sorry, mailbox is full. But whatever anguish Tracy might have brought to Jess's life there in North Carolina, her presence also brought Jess an unexpected gift that 2018 season. Jessica's mother was visiting, so she was in the owner's box with Jeremiah. Here's Dan Rockaway. So I befriended her mother, and I'm like, hey, look, my daughter plays soccer. Do you think that Jess, and I had no idea if this would happen, I'm like, do you think that Jess would coach her one-on-one? And she's like, sure. And she looked and said, Jeremiah, give her your phone number, your mom's phone number. So Jeremiah routed off his mother's phone number. I took notes, and I called, and she started coaching Isabel. By the fall of 2018, Tracy McDonald had left North Carolina, and Jess and Jeremiah were back to their old routine, honed over years of Jess's side hustles. For the Rockaways, they showed up at the practice field where Jess would set out drills to train Isabel. Jeremiah brought along a snack and an iPad and quietly sat on the sideline until his mother was done working. So we would show up with Isabel and then she would show up with Jeremiah. And Jeremiah would bring a little lunchbox with food and, and an iPad. Dan and Marta Rockaway are educators by trade and own a string of childcare facilities throughout North Carolina. Here's Marta. This educator in me and this mom, I'm like, I need to do something. And so I said, Jessica, how about if we exchange children? You coach Isabel and we take Jeremiah for a walk. And Jeremiah is like, yeah, I want to go with them. So I was Soon, little- the family started grabbing dinner together after Isabel's practices. Eventually, at the Rockaways' house. We noticed that she had no support structure at all. It was just her 100%. And I just felt like if this were my daughter, I would want to be there for her. So we try to provide, you know, the best support system that someone like her could have. McDonald, triangle pass, and she does for the first score of the night, and she squeezes that one pass on the outside. Jess and Jeremiah had become regulars at the Rockaway household by the final game of that 2018 regular season. They offered a sense of familial stability Jess had never known before. McDonald trying to slip it through to Williams. Left foot and the second goal of the night. Jess recorded a goal and two assists in that regular season finale against the Houston Dash. It was one of the best performances of Jess's career. She finished the season among the league leaders in goals scored and led the NWSL in assists. Do it for us here in North Carolina. A final score, North Carolina 5, Houston 0. Literally after that night, after my mom left, after her telling me that, it was like my life just fell into place. Like everything was just going great from that point on. But would it be enough to get Jess, at last, where she'd always wanted to go? We'll be right back. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. 
Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Tonight, as we come on the air, what authorities are now calling the storm of a lifetime. As impressive as the courage had been during the 2018 season, as they prepared for the postseason that September, many of their fans in North Carolina had other things on their minds. Hurricane Florence prepares to hit the East Coast, and the governor right here in North Carolina tonight is warning disaster is at the doorstep and it's coming in. As owners of the best record in the league, the Courage were scheduled to host the Chicago Red Stars in the NWSL semifinals. But Mother Nature had other plans. So Jess and Jeremiah altered theirs. We invited them to come stay with us for a few days during this big hurricane threat. Dan Rockaway. And, and they went really well. And at that point, she went away and we kept Jeremiah. With the storm bearing down, the NWSL relocated the semifinal game between the Courage and the Red Stars to Portland on the other side of the country. If the Courage won that game, Jess would stay there to play in the championship and could be gone for almost a week. Instead of taking Jeremiah, Jess entrusted him to the Rockaways. I will be like, go, enjoy the game, play, just enjoy. I know you're going to think about Jeremiah and I understand, but but he's going to be okay here. So just give her that peace of mind. Jess McDonald, Dallin onto it now. It worked. That is how fast they can strike. Less than five minutes into that semifinal, Jess scored for the Courage. Another goal from Sam Mewis locked in a 2-0 win for North Carolina. With Jeremiah safe with the Rockaways, Jess could focus for the next four days entirely on soccer. And North Carolina's opponent in the championship, the hometown Portland Thorns. The teams take the field and our countdown to the championship is on. And there... Just made every moment count, racking up scoring chance after scoring chance. Across the header! That is the second one that 
Jess McDonald probably not only could have, but should have put away. Finally, in the 40th minute, Jess broke through, catching up to a long ball by Jaylene Hinkle and heading it past Portland's keeper. Hinkle correctly puts it back to Jeff who missed it! North Carolina capitalizes! But Jess wasn't done yet. Midway through the second half, she found space in a crowd in front of Portland's goal, and Jess used her size to jump and get her head on a curling ball from Merritt Mathias. Mathias for the shot, and it's in! Jess McDonald does it again! And just like Brandy Chastain had once done in her own championship match, Jess tore off her jersey and ran to her teammates in celebration. The tank top she revealed read, Jesus paid it all. The North Carolina Courage, your 2018 NWSL champions! The Courage won the championship 3-0. Jess played what might have been the most dominant game of her career. She scored two of North Carolina's three goals. And now I'd like to present our 2018 NWSL championship most valuable player. Congratulations, Jessica McDonald. Jess capped a record-breaking season with her second NWSL championship in three seasons, and the MVP of the title game. When she came home from that, it was a big deal. We hurried up and ran to Staples, and we had this big banner printed up saying, my mom's MVP or something like that. Dan Rockaway. We were celebrating because it was the first four or five day stay with us that Jeremiah had. And everybody approached us, the coach at the time, other people thanked us for watching Jeremiah. They said this was the first time that Jess went away and didn't worry about him at all. And that probably, you know, helped her play better and become MVP. It was great. Jess would learn later that the Rockaways weren't the only people paying close attention to those games. So was Jill Ellis, coach of the U.S. national team, scouting future talent. I get a text from Jill Ellis. She was like, you're absolutely tremendous. I remember seeing the word tremendous. Like, Congratulations on the win, on the award. And I know this year, in 2018, this is the year they're prepping for the World Cup. And so you would think this team is already set in stone, but after this text, I was like, I might be going into camp. Like, this is it. You've got to make it. And on part eight of Payback. I was shocked when I found out, you know, she's the sole provider for her child. She doesn't get any other financial help from anybody. I got invited to November camp. I had to think about Jeremiah, though. He's in school full-time. He's in the first grade. I'm like, oh, crap. She had so many barriers, and she got through each one of them. And then, what, two years before that, she was homeless, which is crazy. I remember us saying a prayer. She was just like, I'm proud of you, daughter. McDonald again! Goal! I'm Alexandreev. Payback is a production of the Charlotte Observer, Raleigh News and Observer, McClatchy Studios, and iHeartRadio. It's produced by Kata Stevens, Casey Toth, Julia Wall, and Davin Coburn. The executive producer for iHeartRadio is Sean Tytone. For lots more on this story, and to support journalism like this, visit charlotteobserver.com payback or newsobserver.com payback. And for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.